Welcome to the Body, Soul, and Spirit podcast once again. I'm so excited once again to be with you guys. We're talking about happiness, and I hope that you were able to listen to some of these podcasts previously on happiness. And we've been talking about how to get on the road to happiness. We've also dove in and we began to define what happiness is and what happiness is not. And we said that happiness is not a destination, but rather it is a journey that takes all of us and all every single part of us, body, soul, spirit, right? To get us into that journey to happiness. It's steps that we take to put us on that path to happiness. And it's important for us to understand that we can't avoid hard things in life, but that doesn't mean that we cannot live happy lives. We also discussed uh, the different or the opposite word of happiness, which is languishing. And we also talked about in this last podcast about myths about happiness. There's so many myths about what happiness is and what happiness is not. So we have to recognize where we've misplaced ideas when it comes to happiness, where we've been seeking happiness in the wrong places, even little myths, right? And little messages that we have in our mind, subtle messages in our head that are really false ideas about happiness. Sometimes our minds have these subtle thoughts, subtle messages. They're small. Sometimes they're subconscious, but they're false messages about happiness, false ideas about happiness. We think we're going to arrive at this place called happiness, or it's almost like we're in pursuit of this one place that leads us to happiness. And oftentimes it leads us in a wrong path to happiness. The Bible calls joy The joy of the Lord will be our strength. And it doesn't necessarily mean that nothing bad is going to happen to me. So, And when it does, that I could step out of this joy. On the contrary, even when we are going through something difficult, even when we have to journey something that is very hard, problems that rise, we could still be on the road to joy joy, happiness. We talked about myths last time, and I want to continue on myths about happiness. And the first myth we talked about was that happiness is found in fame and fortune. Obviously, that is not true. And it doesn't necessarily mean that consciously, right, we're pursuing this fame and fortune, but they are subtle, small, little messages. If I just had more, if I just had a little bit of this, or if I just can only attain this, then it would lead me to happiness. And then we're in pursuit of this happiness, quote unquote, when in reality, once we arrive, it only leads to more stress, more anxiety. That's what culture tells us, right? Culture tells us to more and more is something that we need to be in pursuit of. And although we should be people that do not conform, people that are excellent, people that are in in this place where we don't settle, we should be our very best, but not at the pursuit of this myth 
that if I have more, I'm going to be happier. The other myth that we talked about was the approval of others, right? It's we want people to be happy with us. We want external validation. We want to feel connected and loved by others. And although that is supposed to be something that is quite true, we should feel connected with other people. We should be loved by other people. We should love and give love and accept love, but not at the expense of external validation. That's different. And another myth that I want to talk about today and stress is the pursuit of perfection. Oftentimes, there's this myth that as we strive for perfection, we're going to be happier. For example, uh, we want to be perfect when it comes to our physical body. If I just was skinnier, then I would be a lot more happier. The pursuit of perfection when it comes to maybe our physical body or a facial feature, or we're just striving for this perfection, right? If only my body was a certain way, if only, um, you know, these things in my life just all lined up accordingly and, and everything, my family is perfect. But in reality, this pursuit of perfection is only going to lead us to unhappiness, it's going to lead us to self-criticism. It's going to lead us to stress and unrealistic expectations. So what do we do to get on the journey to happiness? Well, we begin to accept imperfections. That's not to say, again, that we conform, but we start to accept imperfections. And that, that when we start to accept these imperfections, then we're no longer our worst critic, criticizing ourselves. It's important that when we accept that we aren't perfect, that we don't live in a perfect world, that there will be imperfections. And that includes physically, that includes in relationships. When you start to accept these imperfections, it leads us to self-compassion. And when I'm there, then I can grow. I can't grow when I'm hard on myself and I'm striving for this perfection, it's only going to lead me down a path of self-criticism and stress and unhappiness. And you wake up, you look in the mirror, you can't stand X, Y, Z. And, and that never leads you to compassion. And if there's no compassion towards yourself, there's no growth. You can't grow in self-criticism. You can't grow when there is this putting yourself down type of thing. If I can just be a little bit more perfect, then I would just be happy. If I was just a little bit more, uh, you know, prettier, I would be happy. If I was just better good looking, then I would be happy. But that's a myth. It's a lie. And it's going to lead you down a wrong path. The truth is that the pursuit of perfection is never ending it's a never-ending journey that leads to unhappiness, I guarantee you. If you fix one area in your life, you're going to want to fix another area. It's like we're just never satisfied. This pursuit of perfectionism is only going to foster anxiety. It's only going to foster self-criticism and really unrealistic expectations. But as you embrace these imperfections and the flaws in your life, you grow in self-compassion. And that puts you on a path of realistic goals, which puts you on a path to happiness. 
Now you could say, you know, I don't like quite like this area in my life, but I can do something about it. Now, there's some things we can't do anything about. They're out of our control. But if there's an imperfection that maybe I can work on, if there's a flaw in my life that I really don't care too much about, then that puts me on a path of realistic goals. But I embrace those imperfections. This imperfection isn't leading me to unhappiness and being, you know, self-critic. And it doesn't lead me down these you know, unhappy moments about myself, but it puts me on a path where I could say, I don't really like this area about myself, but I know that I can change and I'm going to start making small steps towards that. It means that you start to embrace the imperfections, the flaws, you learn to release them and enjoy them. As you move towards true happiness, you, you learn to make small steps towards those realistic goals so that you can change some of those areas in your life without being a self-critic, without putting yourself down, without the unhappiness, without the lack of joy, without you having this mopey feeling throughout the day and feeling so bad about your life. When you embrace the imperfection, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're accepting it and conforming it and, you know, this is never going to change or I'm just going to be here all my life and you're miserable about it. No, what I mean by embracing your imperfections means that, you know, there's flaws in everybody's life. But this is a place in my life, right, that that teaches me something that allows me to grow in an area. There's some things that maybe they're out of my control. I don't like this area in my life. I don't particularly like this season in my life, but I'm going to grow through it. I'm going to understand and embrace the fact that nobody's life is perfect, that there are flaws and that those flaws come with everyone I think that's why social media is so dangerous sometimes because we look at it from the lens of perfection and happiness. If I only had what they had, if I can look at them, right, or a particular person and and they have something you don't have, it's almost as if something's wrong with you and you start to go down this downward spiral. And, and that's really a myth and it's leading you down in happiness. Y- you know, that's... What's important for us to understand that all of us have flaws, all of us have imperfections, but we can make small goals toward making the adjustments, right? So that we can get on this path to go, hey, I don't like this, but I'm going to start doing this. I don't like that maybe I... Maybe it has to do with your character. Maybe it has to do with your attitude. Maybe it has to do with how you treat others. Maybe it has to do with how you respond or react for that matter. Instead of being so hard on yourself, understand, embrace those imperfections. Yeah, I'm not really great at that, (laughs) but I'm going to work on it and I can make these realistic goals. And when you have that kind of attitude, it puts you on a road to happiness If you're hard on yourself, if you are looking for perfection, then I'm telling you that is never going to lead you to happiness. And lastly, I want to talk about this myth. And the myth is, if I can just avoid all the negative emotions, then I'm just going to be really happy. And that happens a lot with people who are in like faith-based 
communities. That happens a lot. And I know because I personally have been around people that, you know, we want to pretend like I don't experience negative emotions or, you know, I want to avoid it. I want to just ignore it because we're not supposed to have negative emotions. And it might not be a conscious thought, but really it's a suppressing of and ignore feelings of sadness. We ignore the feelings of anger. We ignore the feelings of grief. We want to brush it off. We want to cover it by, you know, maybe just laughing it away. But we, and we try to avoid thinking, right, that these emotions are actually there. And that's, that's not a good way to get you on a journey to happiness. Negative emotions, and this is the truth about negative emotions. This is not the myth part. The myth part is I'm just going to ignore it. If I ignore my negative emotions, I'm going to be happy. But that's not true. It's only going to stuff the negative emotions. It's only going to stuff the fact that I'm trying to be happy when in reality I'm putting on a facade. That happens a lot when it comes to the faith-based community. Now, negative emotions, and how do I get on this journey? If, if I know that there are negative emotions, how do I get on this journey to happiness? Well, negative emotions are a natural part of what, what it is to be a human. They give me insight. They help me grow. Stop looking at negative emotions as something so horrific, something so terrible, something so awful. And it's these, this, these negative emotions are never going to lead me to happiness. No, look at it in terms of growth. Look at it in terms of insight. I'm feeling this anger. I'm not going to suppress it. I'm not going to ignore it. It's trying to tell me something and it's going to help me grow. It gives me insight. That leads me to happiness. Now, if I suppress it or if I deny those negative emotions, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm blessed. All you're doing is suppressing cues that your body is trying to tell you and your body is trying to help you move forward. Your body is trying to help you move to a greater degree of happiness. But if I keep suppressing, I'm never going to get there. When you notice these feelings of sadness or you notice these feelings of grief or anger, Pay attention to them. They're cues. Use them as information help to help you grow, to help you heal. Now, it's important for us in our mind. We need to be conscious of these myths. We need to be conscious. And this is why these podcasts are important because you need to be thinking, am I falling prey to any of these traps that are leading me to unhealthy happiness? Am I comparing myself if I only had what they had do I blame if if I could just change this and I'd be happier? Am I blaming somebody and you don't take charge of your own happiness? Listen, you need to take charge of your own happiness. It's a journey. Are you avoiding maybe ignoring or pretending, right? And 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 you're okay? Are you numbing? Are you shaming yourself? I'm not worthy. I'm no good. I don't deserve happiness. This is important for us to understand because it's time for you to take charge of your own happiness and it's time for you to get on this journey so that you can live a happier life. You might want to go back and listen to the podcast again. You might want to go back and re-listen to some of the ways to get on this journey to happiness. What myths have you been holding on to, maybe subconsciously? What 
little messages, subtle messages in the mind, thoughts that maybe you had about happiness. Maybe you looked at it as a destination. I think we can all vouch for that. When in reality, it's it's a journey. It's things that I have to do deliberately. It's things that I have to put my body, my mind, my soul, my emotions, every part of me, every compartment of us has to be involved to get on this journey to happiness. In other words, it's deliberate. It's intentional. Some things externally are out of our control. There's going to be problems. There's going to be hard situations. But it is possible that even in the midst of all that hardship, and even in the midst of all those difficulties and problems and what may feel like a setback or loss, it is possible to still stay on the journey to happiness. I hope that this podcast on happiness has gotten you to a place where now you can take charge and take control of your own happiness. And don't let unhappiness and sadness rob you of the joy of life.